listening to Matt and my mom. This is the Matt and Beth Show. All the other episodes are at themattandbethshow.com. From the Nebraska Cornhuskers basketball team, we are honored to have number zero in the house, CJ Wilcher, joining the show. Coming off of last night's win over Wisconsin, ranked number six in the nation, Nebraska took them down. Go Big Red. The Matt and Beth Show. Before the interview. So it was, it was an everyday thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does a day ever go by where you don't play basketball? Now, now that I've been in college, yeah. Uh, High school, rarely. Yeah, since I've since I've been in Nebraska, I've, I mean, I've learned to part of like being the best athlete you could be is taking care of your body. Right. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. yeah. taking rest days and stuff like that. Even two rest days. Even, Even two rest days. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, can you say something? Yes, I can say something. Oh, nice. Caleb, do you prefer Caleb or do you prefer CJ? Uh, whatever you guys. It doesn't matter. That's my name. Either way. This is Caleb CJ. Caleb CJ. <laughs> 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 Coming Caleb J. Caleb J. That's, that's gonna be mine. That's what I'm gonna go with. Let me check this guy. Check, 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 check. I have to have to keep him down a little bit. Check, check. Remember, because it was keep last that one. <laughs> um, let's just start just so that we can uh, get the birthday going here. Sure, yeah. It's just Beth's don't birthday. Light the decorations on fire. I'll try not to. Okay. Carrie put an extra candle in there for some reason. She did. I don't know if that's just for you to hold. It's for good luck. Yeah. One extra candle. candle Pinch to grow an inch and an extra candle for, I don't know. Okay. I wouldn't mind. A couple more. (laughs) How tall are you? Six, four. Six, four? Yeah. That's what my my daughters say. You know, they're like, why couldn't we go a couple more inches of dad's height? My bad. Who's going to be the tall one out of the group, do you think? Or the tallest? Oh, I've thought about Nora. I've wondered about Nora. Mm Mm-hmm. She's, she hasn't she's really got sprouted. a couple. She's got a couple years left, I think, to grow. So. And she's about the same size as everybody else. Yeah, because all, all your kids really now are really close to right. the same size. Yeah, is that nuts? About the same size clothes, about the same size feet. It's a pretty good deal. Except for your little one. Yeah, Faye's not Pretty. quite as tall. She's yeah. not white. <laughs> Kiss singing happy birthday to you. Ready? Let me get rid of my blankie. Why can't you have your blankie? What looks what? Looks homely. Is that looks what you're saying? Silly. <laughs> The Matt and Beth Show. The Matt and Beth Show. It's somebody's birthday. It's me. It's my birthday. (laughs) All right, let's sing happy birthday to Beth. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. That's so Gen Z. Happy birthday, dear Beth. That's what's up, bro. Happy birthday to To me. Might want to blow these out for I'm afraid of the decorations. (laughs) Yay! Yay! Perfect. Happy birthday, oh, Beth. Oh, thanks for the party. Thanks, yes. Carrie, for the cupcakes. Uh, how do you know I didn't make them? Oh, because I already told you I you didn't make them, right? Okay. <laughs> Fun little surprise. You got to eat one, though. Do you want one now? No, I'll just wait a minute. Okay. Thank you, Sweet. though. Would you like one now? No, I'm okay. Bro. All right. Let's close them up. Uh, Beth, we have a very special guest today for episode 40. For my, oh, my birthday. Episode 40, we thought, what we're going to give uh, Beth for her birthday um, cake, yeah, that sounds good. Some decorations, that sounds mm-hmm. really good. But how check, about a, a really, really good dude? So I just wanted to tell a quick story that happened at church the other day. When somebody says that, are you like, what happened at church uh, the other day? Was it one of my kids? Smile. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> 
<laughs> so what happened at church the other day? Are you going to say who our, our special guest is yet? Or Not no, yet. you're just leaving oh, people hanging yeah, for a little yeah, bit longer. Just for okay. a minute. So uh, the other day, I was coming out of church. And, you know, and the kids, they love that little breezeway exit area to hang out in, you know? Okay. They like to hide in the corners and peekaboo their parents and whatever else is going on. Sure. So when everybody's inside talking, if there's a bunch of kids that are peekabooing out in that area, I usually go out there and be like, That's hey. usually where you hang out? Or? Right. Like, where are you, what are you kids up to? And let's, let's laugh and have some fun or just they kick me. <laughs> and then so I see this not so uh, small kid coming back into church. It's the end of the church. Parents are saying goodbyes. Kids are being crazy, ready to get in the car. And this dude's walking back into church. And so I opened the door for him and I said, you forget something? He said, yeah, I forgot something. So he walks in and I see the interaction between him mm-hmm. and a young boy and he hands him a jersey. And then Aww. the parent says, oh my gosh. And he said, yeah, he mentioned this a couple weeks ago. So sorry, it's late. He gave him a jersey and I watched that kid as this gentleman walked away, went out the doors, went back to his car, how happy he was. And the thing about that is that you never get to experience that when you walk away. If you stick around, okay, you get to see some of it, but not until you're gone do you get to see the true happiness of that kid who received that jersey that had Welcher on the back. <laughs> CJ, Caleb Welcher in the house. Welcome, yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ. Yeah, it's just, I mean, like from the first time I ever saw an interview with you, you don't know, you don't know how people are. When you see them on TV, you see them playing basketball, you just, you just put them together with the team. But see, I didn't know anything about CJ except CJ Wilcher. <laughs> you know, like I barely even saw any games. I just, that's in, when I would hear your name, that's yeah. the voice that I hear in my head. <laughs> One more time, please. <laughs> no, it's not that good. <laughs> There's a reason they don't pay me to do stuff like that. <laughs> so CJ, overall, I mean, like everything that I've seen about you has just been a good guy. Now sitting with you, even realizing that you're more of a good guy. I appreciate that. Let's take this back, though. You play for Nebraska. This year, there was an interview that someone said, CJ, what has been the reason for more focus? You just seem more focused this year. Something's changed. People ask you that a lot when you become a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, he's got the softball thrown to him. Is yeah. he going to use this opportunity? Mm-hmm. He's going to say the coaches and my, it's my team. It's all, it's all my team. My team's yeah. been helping me. And that would have been fine. But what did you say? Um, just finding my confidence in the Lord. Find his confidence in the Lord. Yeah. And like, it wasn't just like a thank God and I'm moving on to the next thing. Yeah. But talk about that. Like, what does that mean in real life? Um, for me, I just, honestly, I just kind of found that like true, like confidence, like in the beginning of the season, I was kind of like, I would thank God after every basket I made, like, you know what I mean? Like it was one of those, like, thank you, Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I think over gradually, I kind of realized like, this is what he made me to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it is a blessing. I can make those shots and stuff like that, but I don't have to like sit here and like try to overdo it so I can get these um, results. So, um, I think I, I looked up certain words in um, my Bible, um, and that was uh, content, contentment, and um, discourage, being like being this discouragement, like being discouraged. Mm-hmm. And um, they all pointed to like putting your hope and faith in God, and like, and He'll just He'll carry you through. Like, so I think that's where I just kind of like fell into it because at at that point in time, like, like before they before a couple weeks before they asked it for the interview you referenced. Um, I was just kind of like trying to figure out our way. You know what I mean? I changed roles on my team and I was just trying to figure things out. And um, I just came up with, I just had it on my heart to look up those words in my Bible. And um, 
it's kind of just where I got it. Just put my hope in him. And then versus has been history, man. Um, I've been playing pretty well and, and, and in the light of him. And it's just been great, man. Yeah. yeah. So that's CJ. And he also goes to our church. And when he came into the church, like, uh, obviously the kids go crazy over you. But seeing you the in kids, church and adults. And by kids, we mean Matt. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> so, so. Like in general, what was what was your life with Christ before? Were you involved in church? Mm-hmm. Were you constantly praying? Where were you? What what was the difference between yeah being at Crossroads and not being at Crossroads? Um, night and day. Yeah, like um, I didn't grow up in the church. Like my fa- my parents, they both did. Um, shoot, my dad was a PK. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but just sports and just getting into that and and chasing those dreams and stuff like that. Just kind of took over my life growing up and um but I went to Catholic schools so I had like some sort of like background um like growing up of like who Jesus is mm-hmm. and God like I I would pray every night before I started like before I gave my life to Christ I would just pray every night I just I don't know where that started though like I yeah. don't know yeah you know what I mean I just kind of I guess like you said I just had it mm-hmm. to like yeah. just build a relationship with him but um now that I'm in church man it's been amazing like I don't know. I just say his burden is his, his burden is light. It's super light. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> like I don't I try to, I don't worry or stress about uh, anything I don't have to. Yeah. Um like it's just been a lot of comfort and then be able to have the opportunities to like this like this to sit here with you guys. Um you may not think it's a big deal, but the fact that you're uh Pastor Sean is like up there with like people who've helped me in my journey mm-hmm. and the fact that we're sitting here having a conversation with you in particularly is pretty dope for me. And then um, our relationship just starting off with how it started. Like I didn't know you from a rock on a wall, but then we met, <laughs> on, on, we met, uh, what was it? Over at, at Sean's house. Yeah. Sean's house. Yeah, house yeah. yeah. And um, it's like, we just been cool ever since. Yeah. And then just be able to have um, family. I, I can genuinely say family outside of my family, like my, blood family out here has just been amazing you know just support being able to support other people's kids like oswald and um yeah. you know just like go to his his games and stuff like that is to me it's nothing bigger or better than that just to be able to impact lives and have my life impacted the same way so here's here's something that you've said that we were when we were talking we were like okay there's a lot of generic cliche things that are said and i almost feel like that as a kid, and I, I grew up in church, but it didn't really mean anything to me. Yeah. It was just a place I had to go because that's where my parents were going. So now seeing that, you keep talking like, oh, yeah, I prayed, and then that was that. And I think that's a lot of people. We just, like, we pray or we thank God, and then we move on. But the more important thing is the thing that we're thanking God for versus God being the most important thing. Yes. And to be able to take God as the most important thing and then realize how it incorporates and encompasses everything we do, even basketball, the way we have every conversation, Mm -hmm. it's just less of that burden, you said. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that go along with that. Mm -hmm. But to reach that place, to reach that place from you praying after every game and saying, God, thanks a lot, or whatever, and then moving on to the next thing, whatever that is, if it's going back to practice, if it's stretching, if it's recovery, it's whatever else, God wasn't probably incorporated into all that stuff. Yeah. You you needed God when you needed God, yes. and that's when God, when you prayed yeah. to God. So why, though? Was it, was it something that was pulling you? Was it something that you just, that happened? That relationship, that switch, that change, was it all things coming together at that moment? Or did you know, like, I need something different in my life right now? And you prayed and God came. I mean, what yeah. was that moment like? So, um, 
I talked about it in my testimony video. Like, so prior to the 2022, 2023 basketball season, I had like tugs of my heart to like getting a word. That was never the case. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'd never, like, to be honest with you, I don't really like reading. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know right, I mean? right. If I'm being honest with you, you know, yeah. like, I, uh-huh. I don't really like, it's not something that I will just go do. Yeah. And, um, but I started having it. And then coincidentally, in my locker room, I found a, a small green uh, Psalms and Proverbs Bible. Yeah. And um, I started reading that a little bit, but then season started and then things weren't necessarily going the way I wanted to. So I just took it into my own hands and just tried to solve all my issues. And to the point we were talking about before, it's just, I just more and more got in my own way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, just thinking I deserve things because I was in, thinking I was entitled to certain things. Um, at, whereas the time I didn't feel like, I didn't think, I felt like I was entitled, but like looking back, hindsight being twenty twenty, mm-hmm. that's exactly what that was. Mm-hmm. Entitlement and, and thinking I deserved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like after the season, I was like, I gotta go to church. Like I gotta, you know what I mean? Because I, I started to build a, build a. I was a big time meditator, mm-hmm. and um, I still meditate just on scripture yeah. instead of just like trying to yeah. overly positive right. talk myself. You yeah, know? it's right. good. Um, so that's that's where it started. I had a bad relationship with it with meditating and then after the season I just leaned in to that just leaned into my 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 quote unquote heart tug mm. and um which I just think God was telling me like you need me like yeah. you know <laughs> right. you know what I mean like <laughs> and we probably heard that before but before it was God we always just thought it was us or yes. something was wrong or yes. we needed to fix something yes. on our own or we needed to think intuition yeah, yeah whatever God. it was my God. Yeah, yeah like you know but I mean think that once the realization comes that's when the burden becomes light mm-hmm. is once you realize that and then everything kind of yeah. Oh wow. This yeah. is this is really God. Yeah, for sure. And it's like for me, like I'm not as you guys know, life's not easy. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm not sitting here saying like, yes, his burden is light and my just I could just walk through life with no troubles right. or trials or anything like that. But like I said, like I can get through those things. Like and I feel confident enough to be able to get those things get through those things and still be solid in my faith, you know? Yeah. Um Pastor Sean talked about this a couple months ago. He's talking about um we was talking about Acts. When um, Paul stayed in Corinth, I think it was for two years or a year and a half. It was just longer than he's than he stayed anywhere else, and it reminded me of me. Mm. And um, yeah, I just think he's it, Pastor Sean said, "Oh, you're safe in His will." Yeah, like you don't have to be afraid. Yeah, like speak out. This is what God told Paul: like speak out, yeah. do do what you're here for. You know what I mean? And for me, that just gave me confidence going through this season. Because honestly, I came back not knowing what would happen. You know what I mean? Like. I struggled the year before and I just didn't know. I didn't know if, if I would start, if I would play a lot, if I didn't play a lot. Like I didn't know. I just came off, came back off of faith in God and mm-hmm. that he'll move in, in my life in this season and be able to ultimately like impact. I mean, you guys and and, and my church family and, and younger people, but ultimately impact my family. You know what I mean? Just be able to be a light for my, like my blood family. Yeah. What do they think about everything? They love it. My, my dad, my my mom uh, grew up in a church. My dad was a PK. They love it, you know. They just were never, like, it wasn't, I don't know how to say it. My parents always talked to me about the Bible. Yeah. You know, my, my dad introduced me to my first ever Bible verse. You know what I mean? Philippians 4.13. Um, that was the first one he's ever introduced me to. My mom always talked about uh, two wrongs don't make it right. Mm-hmm. And just how it's, like, <laughs> always connected to, sure. to, to the word. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was always those things. Um, I just... Never really grew up in it, but my parents they love it because my my grandfather was a pastor and um 
we talk about my grandfather a lot. Just my life would be a lot differently if he was still here. He yeah. passed away before I turned one. Wow. But um, yeah. So it's it's a it's a full circle moment. Uh, Beth, I've got a question for you. Just uh, once again, these are all questions I've never asked Beth, <clears throat> never prefaced or told her <laughs> no I was going to ask her. <laughs> Do you think that in the times that we come in contact with God in our life, and it, and I saw what you were saying, it was like. It's not that my parents were like so anti God or we just never talked about anything. They're atheists. It was just, it was different than now when it's your own decision. But do you think that when that happens, that moment, that tug, that touch taking over, people talk about that. Do you think that that was in line with what you were ready when you were ready to accept God? Or do you think that was the perfect time when you were supposed to? Because it's when it was. I think the question is a lot deeper even than it sounds because we could get into the whole free will versus like God choose predestination and all that. I guess where the, do you think that people had a bunch of prior tugs before the one that they accepted? Well, I mean, Mm. you said it hindsight 2020, right? So there's, you always can look back. I think the bottom line is God is near to all of us all the time. And he is constantly like, Hey, look at this flower I just made. Look how pretty it is. There's no way anybody else could do that. Just me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, look at this beautiful day that you have. Look at this miracle that just happened. Look at this uh, connection that is, you know, quote unquote coincidence. You know, mm-hmm. I say, I think that we can always look back and go like, oh, that was probably a little tug too. Yeah. But was I in a position to hear it? Was I in a position to acknowledge it or to even realize what it was? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think both of you, just knowing both of you and your stories, knew really beginning a real relationship with Jesus in the last few years and just watching your stories unfold. It wasn't just like one day you guys were like, oh, I can tell this creation was made by God. And so I'm going to believe in him now. Mm -hmm. No, both of you had to come to a point where you're like, I can't do this on my own. Mm -hmm. This is all about what Jesus has done for me and my life without him, my life is nothing. And so I'm surrendering to his plan. So I think God is constantly he, and he will forever be showing me pretty flowers that he yeah. created because he just wants to connect with me in any way possible. And sometimes you're ready to hear it and sometimes you're not. Um, but I think the, the, the real change happens when you make that, that decision of saying like, this isn't just a fun thing that I'm now going to add to my meditation. I'm going right. to add it to my, my pregame you know, routine. I'm going to pray after every, you know, no, this mm-hmm. is, this is who I am now because of what he's done for me. All I can do is, is ask him to, you know, take control and forgive me and all that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it there, yes, he's constantly beckoning, but it all comes down to when are you ready to make that decision to yeah, surrender? For sure. That's cool trying to think if there's anything else we want to jump into because that would be a good like breaking point so let me just press press, press, i'm not going i I was about to say oh you hit it i was about to say something about the routine you you spoke about like for me is so easy to get in routines because i'm just like a creature habit like everything i do is based off of some sort of routine you know so like i started for a stint of time i caught myself i'm glad i did for a stint of time, I took like my prayer, like before game, halftime, and at the end of the game, as like, like a, a routine. routine. Yeah. Like, and and then it's like, and then I wasn't necessarily like getting the amount of minutes that I wanted at the beginning of the year. And it's like, then I then I went to church. I'm like, why should I like my relationship with God isn't for results? You know what I mean? Like it isn't for right. 
Because that's what meditation became for me. Like, so I was good. meditating to be able to get to a certain state so I could play basketball well. Right, you know? right. And, but my relationship with God isn't that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Isn't for necessarily, like, for me to go shoot 30 or score right. 30. But it's for me to be, st- be able to stay even and steadfast when things aren't necessarily going my way. Or it's for me to be able to be confident in myself and, and the, and the gifts that he's given me so I could be, be the person he's made me to be mm. on the court. You know what I mean? Yep. In light of him. So I, I, to add to that, so the, the routine thing kind of can get in a way, especially for, like, athletes. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Because everything we do is just routine, like practice certain time, same time every day. Do you, you know eat the I mean? same breakfast every morning? No, but we eat at the same time. Right, every day. right. <laughs> you know right. What I mean? Is yeah. there a set 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 schedule with the things that you can eat though? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on the player, like what their their plans are. You know what I mean? What their diet plans are. Like you you got to meet with our nutritionist yeah. and stuff like that. But they're like, CJ, no more Snickers. <laughs> nah, nah, but they we will. know it satisfies you, but come <laughs> on, no. a little too much lately. <laughs> but they our nutritionist will like. If they, he's watching us make plates, he'll be like, throw some broccoli on there or yeah. like, you know I mean, throw a little carb on there, throw some more protein. What a job. Like yeah. following around athletes and going, nah, <laughs> more broccoli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did job shadow a, a, one of the dietitians that worked at the university for no. a while. And it was, it was fascinating. Yeah. The science. This is yeah, not just somebody make a menu and throw it no. together. <laughs> They're, the science behind yeah. it and the individual yeah. player, you know, athletes needs. Whew. Ooh, that was yeah. insane. But, you know, you made it, you brought something up that you, you said it earlier when you talked about, you know, his, his yoke is easy, his burden is light. That doesn't mean life isn't hard. And so I think a lot of times, you know, we quote the verse like Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, but, you know, there's this element where we, um, even when we're walking with Jesus, I don't know that it's an entitlement, but this, this idea that I'm invincible now and I'm going to just like take on the world because Mm. now Jesus, well, the the truth is like what you're talking about, you're talking about getting the word inside you. And as you get to know Jesus, you realize that, that he's the most important thing, Mm. honestly. And that's why I think the yoke, the the burden is light Mm -hmm. because you're walking with Jesus and I can face anything that comes my way. And, and, you know, a lot of times we think, well, I'm going to, you know, begin this relationship with Jesus and now everything's going to be perfect moving forward. I'm going to score 30, you know, yeah. I'm going to, you know, and, that, and <laughs> yeah. that's ultimately just not the, the case. And, and it, I, I, and it can happen. Yeah. It sure could. <laughs> that's not why I'm 30, doing this. But, but like you why, said, you know? it's not for results. It's <laughs> yeah. not like a formula that you follow. Yeah. This plus this equals yeah. this. For sure. And I read, I was reading the other day, um, a book by John Bevere. It's called the bait of Satan. It's all about, you know, f- offense and forgiveness and fast. It's such a good book, but he was talking about, um, you know, when you plant a tree, like if a farmer plants a little baby tree in the middle of a field, um, and then a storm comes, if that tree was like, move me, this storm is hard, <laughs> then he would move this tree. And now it's being transplanted. The trauma this tree's going through and you're putting it in a different location when really it was the storm that would cause that little baby tree mm. to dig its roots deeper. deeper. And yes. once the roots go deeper, it gets more nutrition and ultimately down the road leads to fruit, mm. but it didn't look like what that tree thought it should in that moment. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And so I think in our relationship with God too, if, again, we're playing the long game. It's such a process yes. that we have to be able to look at it and go like, wow, this situation right here did not happen like I thought it was going mm-hmm. to just by me being associated with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm playing the long game and I know ever uh, adversity or storm I'm facing is ultimately down the road going to lead to fruit, but that's not the why. That's not why uh, yeah, we do it, right? Yeah. We're just like, okay, this is just a season of, we're just yeah. trusting in Jesus yeah. and trusting that that's going to come yeah. later, but that's not the why. Yeah, for sure. But it, a nice result yeah. later, but uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have you scored 30? 
Not in college. No. In high school, several times. Is that a goal in college, 30? No. Oh. I wouldn't say it's a goal of mine. I mean, it would be lovely if I were to score 30. Like, it would be dope, you know? Yeah. No, we're that not going to complain about it. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to whine about it. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't really. I just want to uh, be able to impact winning. See. Because that's what ultimately, like, gets you to the next level. I mean, everybody, yeah. like, anybody go out and score 30. There's a bunch of guys in the world that can go score 30. Right, right. You know? you know, there's a bunch of guys, too, that I've always wished since they were little to dunk a basketball but can't, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then you get to a certain age where you're like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's just, that's, <laughs> that's just, that's all Is that my- like a point in, in every young boy's life that yes. he realizes? Except for CJ, because he probably knew he was going to be able to. Uh. Yeah, I never, I never, mind you, I'm not a big dunker. I can dunk. You can dunk. You can yeah. get up there. Right. Yeah. I do dunk. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm it's not, not your dunker, thing. Though. That's okay though. <laughs> yes. What I'm saying, I'm not a dunker either because I can't do it. Like, I can't get that high in the air and hold a basketball right. to the rim. But that is seriously, as a kid, I think that's one thing. And I've heard another guy say this before. A comedian said it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, you you have the same mindset as I do." But as life, we imagine that we're going to reach a height at some point in our adult years that we're going to be able to dunk a basketball. Some kids need to know that some kids aren't going to be dunking basketballs. So look to other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing like that moment in a kid's life where you realize certain like fairy tale characters are not real. Also, I can't dunk. I mean, that's, that's life care. altering right there. I don't care how, how long you wear your calf buildings, Platform shoes. <laughs> yeah, the platform you oh, walk yeah. on, they build your calves. Oh, yes, yes, like, it'll help you dunk. I'm like, nah, I what didn't. those are called. Ma- My maybe, daddy's have a pair. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Those are old school. Yeah. Okay, did you ever try the two socks like Caleb was oh, talking about? I did it. Did you try? Maybe you should try I used it. To, I used to do the two socks with <laughs> both logos showing. So if I had Nike socks, I have like four lo- Nike oh, logos. Sweet. <laughs> That's sweet. That's cool. Uh, let's talk about this real quick. I want I want to talk about your family. Uh from the perspective that I saw, seeing you come into church, seeing who you are, you've you've always been a good guy, though. You say that. I've, I'm a yeah. good guy. I, I'm a, I've always been kind of a good guy. Your parents played a huge role in that. Yeah. And it looks like like dad played the role of he was the, in, the enforcer and mom was kind of the comfort. Yeah. So you had that nice balance. Yeah, for sure. Talk about them and what they've meant to you in your life. Um, shoot, my parents mean the world to me, man. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. I mean... Other than the fact that obviously I wouldn't be here without them, but just the things that they taught me, um, things they taught me years ago that I apply now, mm-hmm. which makes me love them even more. Yeah. You know, um, it's just great, man. Um, my parents mean the world to me. And yeah, yeah. So like, if I were to splice it, when you see me on the court, that's my dad. When you see me at church, that's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's so for sure. Awesome. That's so awesome. For sure. Now, I mean, they both got it in them. You know, my mom's a little got a little edge to her. My dad is, you know what I mean? Could be a cuddly, you know what I mean? He's a super nice guy, don't get me right. wrong. But like yes. you know, he's just a little more <laughs> a little rough. Yeah, a little more rough, you know, than my mom is. Yeah. Did he play college ball? So um he played in junior college. Good. Um and then, you know, life happens. Um, he went to Morgan and had my brother and just kind of had to start working to be able to take care of himself. Uh, before we get to the three questions that we ask all interviews here with CJ Welcher, Nebraska basketball, um, I've got a real personal question to ask you. Mm-hmm. Is that Rank guy? Rank. Is he... More sweaty than anyone you've ever met in your life. 
<laughs> yeah, nah. And I, he definitely is. Yeah. I sweat a lot. Yeah. His shirt changes color. Like, yeah. it's now pink. He sweats He sweats way more than me. Like, it's kind of More it's than anybody. Crazy. It's kind of crazy. I always just wondered, because, like, in high school, or whatever school, <laughs> yeah. when you're going to guard somebody that sweat a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, ew, ew, yeah. ew. I imagine that that's, like, his superpower. Yeah. People are getting, getting up like on him. Like, nobody's going to guard him because he's so sweaty. Yeah, and why don't you wear one of the black bras underneath? I do. I oh, just, you do? I just wear the black bras. <laughs> <laughs> you just, it's a, you it's just a, don't sweat as much. It's, it's, like a, it's, a, it's a catapult. It is, tracks our um, our loads, meaning, like, how much we run, yeah. like, how much we put on our bodies. That's what it's for. But um, <laughs> I, I do sweat a lot. You just can't see it because I wear a, um, uh, a compression shirt. No, nope, it's because I'm always shirt. watching him sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I used to wear it last year. I used to get a lot of DMs, like, because I didn't wear it for the past two years here. I didn't wear anything under my uniforms. Yeah. And, you know, our whites. You <laughs> right. can see right through it. Yeah. So everybody, yeah. I got one game. After one game, somebody DM me, like, I got, like, four DMs. Like, bro, why are you wearing a sports bra? <laughs> 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 like, four different times. <laughs> uh, so that one will be uh, one of the new questions. Now it's four questions now that we have. Now four questions. But here are the three, Beth. Please give them to CJ. Yes, yes, Caleb. Every interview, we ask the same three questions. Mm-hmm. So the first one is this. What is making you laugh right now? Um, I would probably say my, my puppy, my dog. My <gasps> you have a puppy. Yeah. What kind of puppy? He's an Aussie doodle. Aussie doodle. Yeah, he's an Aussie doodle. He's, he's, kinda, he's really cute. I'm not going to lie. But what makes him funny is um, he just has such a, such a personality like, like I taught him how to like shake. I, I call it dap, like dap me up. Yes. And it, like he doesn't want to dap me up. He'll look at my hand and like look back at me and then like do it, but then pull it away. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So uh, I'll probably say my dog. Oh, yeah. your dog. What's his name? Lucky. 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 With an eye. Ooh, Lucky with an eye. Okay. All right. Number two is what is stretching your faith right now? Um, This current basketball season. Mm. Yeah. And... Just where I'm at in my life right now. Um, just to be able to um, impact my team um, in a positive light. Not necessarily just like the typical like, oh, leader. But just like being a light, I guess. Yeah. Um, you feel like you've been that light? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the humblest way possible. Absolutely. Nope. 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 I don't want like, yeah. you know nope. to see here but this is that's something i prayed for you know what i mean prayed for it god's helping you you do it yeah absolutely it's a lot easier to say yeah there's a light on me it's not mine either it's coming through you know (laughs) because when you but you did though before probably though and and i was thinking about this is when you're that good at something and you've been told you're that good at something and that's what your life has been is basically people telling you how great you are Mm -hmm. at something then you get into high school and then you get into college to ever turn that i'm great at everything and this is all about me has got to be a real tough button to turn off so i give you much props to that because you i'm not saying that you were at that place it's just really easy to be at that place yeah so for you to understand that and talk about it and even make it makes more sense to us and people in general who are like what is that getting in the way of ourselves? What yeah. does that generic thing mean? I think you've described it pretty yeah. well. So I think um, for me, like just what getting in my own way means is like, like I talked about earlier, thinking I deserve something mm. um, or thinking I'm entitled to certain things or um, trying to be the, the guy mm. or, you know what I mean? Just little, just those things that I've always attached my identity to or like attached my worth mm. Yeah. Especially when it comes to basketball, Huge. I attach my worth to those things. Like, am I the guy? Or, like, or I'm coming off the bench, but like, he's not better than me. Like, I was, it was always like the titter, like, 
mental battles of yes. like, all right, this is my teammate. I care about him, but he played more to me. I don't, he's not better to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like now I'm more like, all right, God's blessing him too. Right, right, <laughs> you know? right. Like, but that burden before wasn't yeah. light. No, 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 that was, that. No. that's heavy it, stuff. It literally like Weighs held me back. Down, it literally yeah. does, hindered, man. hindered my growth. Like it yeah. took a whole year for me to realize yeah. that, you know what I mean? About myself. Yep. And I spoke to earlier, like before, before you came, Beth, um, we were talking just about how I went over the summer, like after the season, I went home and I just watched my family. And there's just so many different things that characteristics that I personally felt like held me back that I saw within my family, just in different people, different situations. And I was like, that's what really like, all right, I got to do this because this is something that we all do. And I mean, this is my family. I spend my whole life with them. You know what I mean? So we're, I'm naturally just going to take things from them, but it's on me to make the changes. You know what I mean? So, and that's not easy either. And it's not, it's not a mean thing either. Cause Mm -hmm. we were talking about it too. Something your husband said to me, Beth, Sean said, it doesn't have to be, it can be separate. You could be like, you can separate and it can be good. Mm-hmm. Meaning like coming to the end of something doesn't have to be bad. And the realization that I don't want to have those same character traits throughout my life that I see in some of my family, it's not a bad thing. It's a realization that there's some things I have to change. And I think that that's so important. It seems like a lot of the things that you've transitioned in a non-Christian mind, transitioning to those things seems so unnatural, mm-hmm. but you've, describe them in a way that become more natural. And Beth and I have talked about, well, once God comes in, what happens to all that other stuff? Mm-hmm. It fills that void. Mm-hmm. So not only do you lose the stress, but you get the peace. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, to, to talk from the place you're talking about and not to, not to make it seem like, oh, this is what I was supposed to do. Or, oh, yeah, it's helped me become better at basketball. That's why I, I love God. But to see all I was, of... I was sorry to cut you no, off. No, please. But I was just watching something the other day that talked about that, yeah. like... When people say that, he said, he said, I forgot the guy's name, but it was a pastor. He said, um, when people do that, like, oh, it just works for me, they're conditionalizing God. Like, they're like, all right, he's just something that works. It's, it's like meditation. Right. Like, I can just meditate and it'll work for me. Yes. Right. No, God is like, everybody needs God. Like, it, it's <laughs> everybody everything. needs Jesus. Everybody needs it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. everybody needs him. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because yeah. a lot of people do that. You know what I mean? It's we do. Because, because it's the easy thing to do. Like, you don't really want to explain or know how to even explain your faith. You know? Right, right. It's so true. And, it, and I think a lot of people do look at it as like a plug-in versus this is what I am now. Yeah, this you is know? who I am and this is what I, yeah. Just embracing it. Yeah. Ultimately. Now, the biggest question of uh, the three questions is this one. This could make or break whether you're welcome back into the studio. Or we just delete this interview and act like it never happened. <laughs> okay, Here we can do that right too. Here. Let's find out what he likes when it comes to peanut butter. Crunchy? Caleb, creamy or crunchy peanut butter? Creamy. Ah! <laughs> that was easy, brother. He said that was the that easiest was question he's ever been asked. Easy. Yes. That was easy. Crunchy <laughs> is ridiculous. Listen, <laughs> why not just, eat just eat peanuts, right? <laughs> if you want to oh, eat crunchy peanut butter, just eat. A bag eat. of peanuts. <laughs> oh, so, Caleb, I'm so glad. I was wondering where this relationship was going to go, but you uh, are clearly on the right team. I look well, at it. He's just got a lot to learn. Still a young man. I could, <laughs> yes, I could sit and bask in this for a little while, but uh, we'll move on because I know you got to go. But I just want to say thank you for being yeah, here. And you said you this, thank but you. it's an honor for us to get to yeah. just have a front row seat to what God's doing in your life. You, and, you. Um, you know, we talked just a second ago, you talked about, um, you know, people saying, you know, like following God, you know, for, uh, for results or whatever. Yeah. 
And, you know, I just think it's been cool to watch your faith grow. And I know that's not the case for you. I'm sure it's probably always for all of us going to be a little bit of a, a, something we work on all the time, right? Is that my relationship with God isn't about what I get out of it right now, but you know, we're, we're, you know, I'm just seeing you even from a distance, praying for people, inviting people, asking God to work in their lives. And that's to me, the big shift where your faith isn't about yeah. filling up some bucket that you have, but it's about letting that overflow to other yes. people. So good job for living that out and um, go Big Red. Yeah, go yeah. Big Red. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your wrap-up is brought to you by Trinity Chiropractic. Here's Beth with your wrap-up. How fun was that to have Caleb Wilcher with us in the house this that week? That was fun. That was a that blast. Was so thank fun. you for being with us. Um, I'm always so inspired when I hear um, when, when I hear what he's saying as he sits here in this room talking about everything he has right now is a gift from God, right? And everything he does right now, you see it all over his, his Instagram. It's all about giving God glory for what he's done. And it reminded me of a verse in Galatians. Paul writes this. And Paul was in a season of his life where like he he had spent many, many years just like trying to do the right thing, trying to win the approval of man, trying to follow all the rules. And he had to come to a point like we were talking about today where he realized that it's not about what I do that earns me any position with Christ. It's about accepting the gift that he's given me, which is forgiveness and salvation. And so he writes this in Galatians chapter two, I'm reading from the message. Uh, he says, you know, I, I was trying to be good. I was trying to do all the right things. And then he says, what actually took place is this. I tried keeping the rules and working my head off to please God, and it didn't work. So I quit being a law man so that I could be God's man. Christ's life showed me how and enabled me to do it. I identified myself completely with him. Indeed, I have been crucified with Christ. My ego is no longer central. It's no longer important that I appear righteous before you or have your good opinion. I am no longer driven to impress God. He lives in me. The life you see me living isn't mine, but it's lived by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And I am not going to go back on that. So thank God that we don't have to do anything to earn position or earn a reward from him. All we have to do is accept that free gift that he offers us, which is forgiveness uh, through the death of his son. All we have to do is say, God, I cannot do this on my own. I have tried to do all the right things and I still fail. I need you to help me. And that's the beauty of it is he does. He comes in, he helps you. And just like Caleb said, you realize you have this hope and you have this burden now that is light. You can walk through this life. And I think that's when we can relate to what Paul said is, I am never going to go back on that. I'm Beth and that's your wrap up. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. This is the Matt and Beth Show. All the other episodes are at the Matt and Beth Show.com. Bye, everybody.